What's up, everybody? Anton Crilly here, and welcome back to the e-commerce lifestyle podcast. So, wanted to hop on, record a episode for you, talking on an opportunity that I think is going to be more and more prevalent coming in to the end of this year to kind of close out 2020. Now, one thing that you've definitely heard me talking about recently, and I'm sure you've heard it from more people than me, is how things have changed and how, at least I believe, they will continue to change with the economy. Now, I want to first start by saying that when it comes to doing business, especially when building a lean business online, a lifestyle business as we build them, I'm not concerned about how things are going to play out in the sense that, oh, no, we're going to have to fire people and cut back on everything and you know run this business that now produces one-tenth of what it used to. I'm simply not concerned about that because of when I started with e-commerce, which was back in 2000. 2007, and then we had the huge financial collapse. And literally, as I scaled to multiple millions a year, it was during one of the worst financial periods in the States. That's when I was first building a business that, again, I was still able to build to millions of dollars a year in that time. So if things get as bad as they were then, I am still more than confident that our businesses, because of how they're designed, will be extremely healthy and profitable. And of course, while we'll be tweaking things as the economy changes, which I'll share with you and of course, I'll share with members of my program, the Dropship Blueprint from Dropship Lifestyle. Again, I'm not worried about not making money and having to you know, drastically change everything in my lifestyle. So first thing is that I want to say is that. Now, with that being said, what I think the big opportunity is and what I, I would almost 100% bet on will happen, again, as we close out this year and possibly going into next, is that a lot of the e-commerce companies out there, maybe some of your current competitors, are going to face those struggles. The struggles where they might be over expensed, right? They might have too many people on their team. They might be paying too much for ads. They might run their business in a way where when the economy is on top of the world and everything is blowing up like it has been for the past few years, they can have a good, strong, profitable business. But when things take a turn for the worst, they're not able to adjust quickly enough to be able to salvage what they have. So, if first of all, I should mention, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast that are not only members of Dropship Lifestyle, and maybe some of you have businesses like that. Uh, the first thing I would say to, to you out there is if you do have a business that's structured where you're already starting to hurt, then it's good to really cut back as much as possible as soon as possible on things that aren't necessary and design your business from day one or at this point pivot into high profit dropshipping. Uh, if you want to know more about how to do that, of course, I teach that in the Dropship Blueprint. You can learn more at dropshipwebinar.com. But for, for all of you out there, again, that are in that situation, make those changes sooner rather than later, or else you're going to fall into this second camp of people that uh, I'm about to talk about and explain to everybody that already has a lean business how this could be extremely beneficial for them. Unfortunately, somebody else's loss might be a huge win for the people out there that are already running these lean businesses built using the dropship blueprint. So, what do I think is going to happen? Well, I've seen this happen before. This is where this is coming from. But these companies that are only able to really run a good business when the economy is great, they're going to quickly run out of cash reserves and they're going to be in a situation where it's very hard to get financing to keep things afloat. They're going to feel a real sense of urgency and panic to really not know what to do to survive. Now, this plays out multiple different ways, but a 
big way that I foresee this happening with a lot of these e-commerce stores that are spending too much money is there's going to be a day where the owners realize they don't have what they thought they had, right? Because of how they structured their business. And they are going to start drastically scaling down on their ad budgets because that's typically the biggest variable expense. Now, when this happens, if your business is structured correctly and you can keep your ad budgets the same or even scale them, you'll be able to capture more market share. So on one hand, again, if your business is structured properly, you'll be able to grow during a downturn simply because your expenses and profit are under control and your business is already managed for high profit. If that's the case, then you are just going to do better as things progress and other companies basically spend themselves out of business or another way to say it is spend themselves out of advertising. So that's the first thing to keep in mind. If your business is structured right, I do foresee lower ad costs continuing to come throughout the rest of this year and into next. But that is you know, something that's great for us as advertisers, but that's still not the biggest opportunity that I think will come. What's going to happen with a lot of the companies in that first camp when they do run out of their ad budget and when they really just can't use any more credit cards and can't spend any more money, then they're going to say, okay, you know what? Let's just rely on organic. Let's make what we can with what we have. Let's literally scale down and run this, you know, this the tightest thing we can run. But for a lot of these companies at that point, they're already used of such a, they're, they're accustomed to such a way their business is run that for a lot of them, they simply will be in that panic mode where they don't know what to do. And because of that, there's going to be, a, and there already is in some cases, but there's going to be a lot more opportunity to buy other businesses, to buy businesses that are currently existing one way where they know what they've done that works when the economy is great. Maybe they started five, four, three years ago that are now in that situation where they're like, okay, you know, I, I again, they think I don't have what I thought I had. Now for us, because we know how to build stores, we know what suppliers to work with, we know how to optimize traffic, we know how to focus on high profit dropshipping, we can come in there and we can get these stores at very good values or very low valuations, I should say, because they're going to be decreasing in the actual value because they're going to be making less money because they're not going to be advertising as aggressively, if at all. And because of that, we can pick up these businesses basically at fire sale prices if the business is right. Now, I want to cover a few things about this because maybe you're hearing that and maybe you're getting excited and thinking, whoa, maybe I should go in and buy a business, right? Maybe I should start looking now. And while I think that's a good idea to start kind of scouting out your competition, I don't think it's a good idea if you don't have a store yet to just go out there and see what's available because you really do need to know the numbers. You need to know how a business in your niche operates. You need to know what you can do with what you're buying in order to make it more valuable, right? How are you going to take it from something that is now a distressed asset and make it very, very valuable and not just bring it back to life, but turn it in to an extension of what you have or make what you have now twice as good or three times as good as four, four times as good, right? What should you look for if you already own a store and you're starting to find or you know, starting to seek out buying opportunities. The first thing I would say is it's always good to follow different website brokerages uh, like Empire Flippers and FE International, get on their mailing lists, see what comes up through them. But the real sites that are going to be the ones you can get at these great prices are going to be the ones that aren't even listing through brokers because maybe they're not even at the point yet of thinking about selling or maybe they've now been distressed long enough where their ads have are not running, where they've had to let go a bunch of their team and while there's and where their sales I should say have been dropping consistently because they're not getting the traffic anymore for months over months where these brokerages won't even list them because the asset doesn't look as good to their buying pool and that's because their buying pool wants businesses that are 
stable and growing. But for us, because we have industry knowledge and we know what we did, we know what we know, we can come in there and we can see that hidden value. And you don't pay for the hidden value. You pay for what the business is actually worth now. But the real value to us, right, is what we're going to do with it. So what are some things to look at to see if maybe some of your competitors are already in this situation or are you kind of working their way into the situation, right? How to kind of track them month over month. Uh, I'll give you some things that we are doing that I would encourage you to do as well. So you should already know this, right? Especially if you're a member, again, of Dropship Lifestyle, who your top competitors are. What you should do is use a tool. Um, for example, you can go to research.dropshiplifestyle.com. And when you log in there, you can use the competitor research tool. If you um, you know are not a member of Dropship Lifestyle or you just want to use a, a different you know, source to uh, to kind of see how competitors are performing. You can use other tools. One that I really love is similarweb.com. And what you'll want to look at is that website, your competitors' websites traffic rank over time. So no, just notice, is there a month where you see a drastic drop? Is their website popularity drastically going down? And if it is, most likely, it's because they stopped spending money on ads because they don't have that money to invest any more because of of external factors, right? Because of the economy and because their business wasn't originally structured for high profit. So that's the first step. You don't wanna just find a competitor that knows what you know or some of what you know that's still doing well and able to maintain and grow their business. You wanna find the ones that are distressed. So look at their traffic, look at it over time and see if you notice a sudden and steep decline. And again, if you're a member of Dropship Lifestyle, you can use our competitor research tool at research.dropshiplifestyle.com. If you're not, you can check out similarweb.com to get similar data there. Okay, so let's say you find that out of your top five competitors, you see there is one of them that has had that sudden and steep decline. What else should you look at to see if it's even worth reaching out to them to potentially purchase their assets, right? Everything they have as their business, as their online presence. Well, the things that I am looking at and that I would encourage you to look at are the things that aren't going to just replicate what you already have because you already have that. It's what do they have that actually is valuable to you? You don't want to buy a clone of your business. You want to buy something that will grow your existing store. So, some things that we look at are their actual traffic rankings from organic search. How long has their site been established? How much quality content do they have on their site? And how much traffic do they get organically? Now, in order to check that, my favorite tool is ahrefs.com, A-H-R-E-F-S.com, and you can plug in your competitors' URLs there, and you can check their organic traffic ranks. You could see what keywords they rank for. You could see how much traffic those keywords bring in, and if those are things that you simply haven't ever had time to get around to working on yourself or that you haven't found success with, that could be a massive value add to your business. Pick up that organic traffic in addition to your current pay it. Another big value add for you that is definitely worth researching when you find these distressed competitors is which suppliers they have relationships with. Now, maybe they've been established for five, six, seven years, and you realize when you're going through the suppliers they sell for, they sell for 10 brands that simply have always rejected you and not approved for you to sell their stuff, right? Maybe the other 40 they sell for, you already sell for, but they have these 10, what I would consider gold suppliers that have not yet approved you. Well, that can be extremely valuable to your current business. And again, that's something you would only know if you have the experience within that niche, which you should, if you're going through this process that I'm describing in 
this podcast, but look for those suppliers they have the relationships with already and determine based on their popularity and the difficulty you've had in the past of getting approved with them, how much of a value add that would be for your store. Okay, so we're looking through those things. Again, we're looking through their content, their blog, their supplier relationships. We're looking through their social media assets, any type of unique videos or imagery, all those things that we could possibly collaborate and bring into our business to make it stronger. And if we find, whoa, this would really help us, right? This would make our business better. From there, you can determine what type of multiple you'd be willing to pay for that business. And from there, you can start reaching out to that company to start a discussion to see if it's something they would consider. And if it is, a store that really is in steep decline because of how they built their business, they didn't build it for profit, then you can have an opportunity to pick it up at a very low multiple from, for lack of a better term, a panicked seller, somebody that really doesn't trust what they have anymore. But again, because of our skill set, we know that it actually is very valuable if we made tweaks X, Y, and Z. Now, some other things to keep in mind here is even if you find something that you know would be a great value add, make sure if you're going to make an offer or purchase it, that it's on a multiple based on current revenue, not revenue from when everything was great a year ago, right? Make sure it's based on revenue from now once they're not spending money on ads anymore. Something else to definitely look at when you are configuring these offers and trying to work out how you would do these deals is can it be seller financed? And what that would basically mean is the supplier agrees to be paid whatever that price is you agree upon over time, right? Maybe it's over 12 months with X amount per month being paid. And if that is the deal you can work out, which again, many times for distressed assets, businesses that are not sure what their next week looks like even, you can pick up those offers because they simply want out. And that might sound like, well, why would I ever want a business, again, where the, the owner just wants out? And it would be because of those things I mentioned, because of supplier relationships that can make your already strong business stronger, because of their organic rankings that can make your site just simply take off in a place it's never been before. And because they have content that you can repurpose and get more use out of on your own business. And if you can do it in a way where maybe you put 10% down or 20% down and pay the rest out over 12 or 24 months, you will be in a much better position and you'll be taking something that would most likely just close or flutter around in the background and make your business stronger because of it. So again, guys, this episode was more for the people that are already up and running and profitable, if that is you, this is something I would seriously recommend at least starting to track and look into by going through exactly what we just covered in this episode. And hopefully you find yourself some deals out there and again, can come out of this even stronger than you went in. For everybody else that's out there, again, that is in a situation where they didn't really build their business for profitability in downtimes. Uh, again, if you followed the Dropship Blueprint, you did, but if you maybe found this podcast and you're not a member and you built it you know, your own way and you see, oh, you know, that sounds like it's me or I'm kind of getting scared that'll happen. My advice is it's not too late. Restructure how you're doing business, but do it now so you don't start getting emails from Dropship Lifestyle members uh, asking to buy you out and getting a great multiple because you don't know what else to do. So as always, guys, I hope you got value from this episode. If you did, let me know by leaving a review over on Apple Podcasts. And for anybody out there that wants to learn how we build highly profitable semi-automated stores and get a special offer on my flagship program, the Dropship Blue Blueprint, be sure to go to dropshipwebinar.com, D-R-O-P-S-H-I-P webinar.com, and I'll see you there. Thanks, everybody.